Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, motivational speaker, full-time psychology student, mama four, and military spouse. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and real stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, today I'm here with Sierra. Sierra is the influencer behind ambitiouslysierra.com, which I will link up in the show notes. Like most 20-somethings, she is just trying to figure out how to live a well-balanced life amongst the chaos in the DC metropolitan area. Yeah, that would be chaos. Yeah. I've been there to visit. I'm like, no, this is not my jam. I am not a city girl at all. Uh, So Sierra has her master's degree in industrial organizational psychology. She is a full-time employee in the nonprofit space. She is the senior editor for Positivity Charge blog, and she expresses her, her passions through her personal blog. She often has a lot on her plate, which is why she wanted her blog to focus on how she attempts to balance her ambitious lifestyle. To Sierra, that means trying new things, finding time for exercise and personal growth, cooking up new tasty and healthy dishes, and spending time with her friends and family. All things that I like to do, too. To keep herself on track, she makes monthly bucket lists and encourages others to share in her journey. Sierra is committed to living life to the fullest and being the best version of herself. She strives to help others find the best version of themselves, too. So Sierra, I would love to have you talk about, you talk about in your bio how, you know, you like to exercise and cook new and tasty, healthy dishes, but fitness doesn't come like exactly the easiest for you. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yeah. And I actually uh, just kind of started opening up about this recently because it's kind of so hard to hide behind the camera, right? Right. Um, I feel like with, Instagram and with some of the things I do like I feel more comfortable if like a picture is shown because then you can't really see what's going on behind the picture and I used to be really up in my head about that um so I guess kind of long story short (laughs) but not really um I have what is two things what is one is a leg length discrepancy so basically that just means one leg is shorter than the other And I also have chronic patellar dislocation. So my knee dislocates frequently. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's not fun. (laughs) Um, It used to happen a lot more frequently. It used, it got to a point where it was once a month. So just, I mean, it's really, it's a hard sensation to even describe to someone, but just your knee is not where it's supposed to be. And you're just trying to figure out how to get it back. And then there's panic. And then after that, you kind of get it back in. And then there's the pain. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it, it dislocates for various things. But some of it is physical activity, like walking too much um, or just pushing myself too hard is something that I've found will make one of my knees dislocate Um And so, yeah, I've dealt with that probably since puberty and didn't have a name for it really until a little later on when I had like my, another major dislocation. Yeah. So you're talking about puberty. How did that work on your self-esteem when you were a teenager? You know, I'm sure most people can't even notice these things are going on with you. (laughs) No, no, it's pretty noticeable. Oh, the the dislocation or the leg length? The leg length discrepancy. Oh, okay. The dislocation, 
luckily, I mean, it's happened very publicly a couple of times. Um, but for the most part, a lot of people, you're right, don't get to experience that side. My mom knows it. Other people know it. Um, but yeah, puberty. Man. <laughs> fun time for all of us. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, it was definitely a blow to the self-esteem. I was always, I am still very self-conscious about it. I mean, I'm, I'm growing more into my, to myself mm-hmm. and, but I can still, I still find myself almost considering me a liability at times. Mm. Let me just give you an example. Um, when I was younger, um, I did sports and things like that, or I tried to until the doctor told me to stop. But um, one year I did cheerleading and it was fine for me to do cheerleading during the winter season. But during the competition season, one of the things that got me cut from the team was that my, the coach was like, look, I don't want to be worrying about you having issues during the games. And that's the only reason I'm not putting you on me that's a lot or even just dealing with boys like feeling like everyone sees me as the girl that limps versus who I am was always like a struggle growing up yeah so how how did you try before you came out you talked about how you recently started sharing but you kind of hid behind the camera what do you mean when you say that how did you hide how did you try to make this you know leg length discrepancy a less noticeable behind the camera and on Instagram and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're posting pictures, I mean, clearly I'm not moving in them. And then, (laughs) so that was an easy way to kind of hide. Um, Even when I'm taking video, I would try not to do them while I was walking because even that is a lot of like back and forth motion, which would be different from someone who was like has a normal gait, I guess. Um, Mm Uh, I hated doing like pictures or videos of myself whenever I would have to walk. Standing, it's fine. Standing, you can't notice it again. So that's another way I would kind of hide behind it. But I was standing still. I even used that approach with like, with dating as sad as it is. I felt like if I didn't have to move much, like maybe they would like me. But like, as soon as I start walking, they're like, oh man, that girl is like different, you know? Yeah. I mean, did you ever actually have that happen to you? Was any guy like, no, I can't date you because, you know, that's normal? <laughs> I mean, not in so many words. It's just, I feel like I'm like, there were times where I felt growing up where like I wasn't as yeah. approaching, but approachable. Like no one like really wanted to like be known as like the one that was with that girl, which is probably all in my head. I oh my. mean, but it was growing up, right? It was teen years you're self-conscious about everything anyway and then I was like I have this noticeable difference and like it just made me feel self-conscious it's not the same thing but I have a gap in my teeth and it has been there since I mean obviously my teeth stopped growing so I was always self-conscious about my gap in my teeth thinking like oh people aren't gonna like me because I have a gap in my teeth and now it's so to me it sounds so silly And, and and yes if I'm not smiling you can't see it 
And sometimes I wouldn't smile as a teenager because I didn't want people to see it. And now I've actually had dentists go, you know, we could, you know, straighten up your teeth if you want. And I was like, you know what? I've had this gap for so long. It's just part of me now. Like, right. <laughs> I want I mean, to embrace it. At 33, I'm like, it's been there for a long time. What's funny is that I actually, I mean, I had braces. <laughs> yeah, my husband did too. I had a gap too. I have really like, I'm blessed. I mean, you can kind of see it, but I have really thick eyebrows. So growing up, that was a thing too, because thick eyebrows are like, you know, in now. Oh yeah. Now they're cool. I know I grew mine out too. Like (laughs) natural brows. I mean, nobody can see it, but if they look at pictures of me, like I have some pretty thick ones too. Growing up, not the case. (laughs) No. Oh no. When I was a teenager, I had like pictures of me having like plucked like razor thin. Like I like they look so ridiculous, but that was in back then. It was like having these tiny little eyebrows. It's Um, so funny. Like looking. I mean, just even thinking back to the things that we were self-conscious about at one point and then becoming part of you and you're just like I mean whatever this is me now I don't like why was I ever so worried about it so maybe you'll get there one day with the leg length discrepancy you'll just be like this is me I'm in yep no for the most part honestly for the most part I'm pretty like you know like even when people want to do intervention specifically for that I'm like eh Eh, like, I mean, my knee problem, sure, but like to adjust and lengthen my leg, I'm just like, whatever. It's, I've been yeah. doing it all this time, unless it's hurting me in other ways, then. Right. And that sounds like a painful process, anyways. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, speaking of puberty, so one of the times that they wanted to intervene was when I was in eighth grade and the end of eighth grade. And they were like, we can have this surgery you will be in a wheelchair for months. And my first thought was, I don't want to start high school being yeah. the girl in the, in the wheelchair, which there's nothing wrong with that. But just like, yeah, just, uh, you know. We're so self-conscious so, at that age. It's really it's, not like a bash on people in wheelchairs. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not so self-conscious. It was just like, I was like, no, I don't want that to be my, my mark. Right. So I just let it go. And it's, so how does this affect your fitness? Because you shared how you like to work out. You've, you were a cheerleader. You you know were active. I mean, still are active. How how does this affect you being active? Um, well, before the major dislocation, um, I was always in this you know struggle with having this health journey. Um, you know, like kind of when you stop being in these sports, you stop. I stopped being an undergrad student. I wasn't walking as much, start gaining a little weight. And then you start freaking out. You're like, no, I need to figure out how to get this off or get back to how I I remember myself being. So I started, um, you know, trying to exercise more, doing all the cool, like new cutting edge workouts and like oh yeah everyone wants to do hit I'm gonna do this dance fitness class all that stuff which was fun and great but wasn't great for my body Mm -hmm. and um I would be in a lot of pain afterwards um and yet I still did it because I just thought that that was what life was and however every time I would do something like that do one of these classes that just wasn't made for my body I would inevitably dislocate and get so discouraged from it. And it it came to the point where I was just like, well, why am I even trying to better myself? Every time I try to work out, I just get hurt. And then like, I can't do it anymore. 
And it got to this point where I was throwing these pity parties every time because I would inevitably dislocate when I was doing something that just wasn't good for my knees. Um, and so it wasn't until like my major dislocation and it was like a couple of weeks before my 24th birthday um, that I kind of had this realization and there were some other things along the way that kind of helped me, but I kind of got to the point that it was like, listen, you need to figure out a way to stop fighting against your body and try to listen to it and work with it and see where life goes from there, <laughs> from there. Um, right. And as soon as I did that, like things have been working out so far, knock on wood, I haven't had a major dislocation since. Um, but I, I just feel so much stronger and like the self-confidence and the whole like being able to feel strong and feel like I can do these things um, has returned to me now that I learned to listen to my body more. Yes. I'm a huge proponent of people figuring out what workouts work best for them and their bodies and their lifestyles and doing that. Cause I feel like so often, you know, we see like with diets or workouts that like, Oh my gosh, all these people are doing this new workout. Look how much weight they're losing. Look how cool that is. But that may not work for you. May not work for me. I know I was a fitness coach for years and I burnt myself out doing all of these extreme workouts and now, like, my body, well, one, I'm so exhausted with the upcoming move, which people are probably like, shut up about your move already. <laughs> um, but, I mean, before that, like, I just get really worn out if I do extreme workouts. And it's not because, like, I'm, I'm, out, of, I'm out of shape. It is because I push my body for so long that my body is just like, I need to rejuvenate. Do not <laughs> think about doing this to me. So I completely understand in a whole different way about – finding those things that work best for you. And I'm glad that you listened to your body and said, oh, okay, I've got to do this. <laughs> I'm going to do this. But have you had any pushback with that? Sometimes, you know, we have friends in the fitness industry and I've had several of them blow up my messenger with, I have this new weight loss program. Do you want to try it? You get those messages too, or is it just me? No, no, totally. Or like just people recommending things like, oh my gosh, you should totally try me. I'm not going to put any on blast, but basically just a lot of just high intensity interval training type situations where I'm like, yeah, I know like people like it, but I also know what happens when I do them. <laughs> right. It's not good. I had a girl blow up my spot uh, last week about some kind it's some kind I'm not going to call out what MLM company it is but that I should use their products because it's going to help with my bipolar disorder. Mm. Oh so yeah. dangerous. I'm like y'all are y'all are so dangerous because like mm -hmm. in your situation if you were like oh yeah I'll do that new workout and you weren't already like woke enough to know that you can't you can majorly dislocate your knee. Mm -hmm. or like for me, if I go off my meds and try this new product, that could be really bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I like to think that at the end of the day, everyone's trying to help. Yeah. Um, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I feel about it. I'm like, I really want to think the best of you, but I really am really upset and disappointed right now that you would even 
try to come at me with that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and use my mental health disorder as a way to sell products to me. That's really bad. Um, so I can see where you're going, what you were saying. <laughs> people like here's some workouts you know like using like change everything fitness, like <laughs> yeah. yeah let me download this pdf <laughs> right yeah, but, um yeah no i feel like people are trying to help it's just it's just i'm glad like you said that i've gotten to this point where i kind of understand and i'm not saying i'm afraid to try things i love trying new things right but i also know that i have to be a little more careful than most people have to and I, even before, um, you know, before I started this wellness journey, I thought I was good at it. I don't want to say I was bad at it, but I would kind of know when to stop. I'm also asthmatic. So that's a whole nother situation. But, um, <laughs> You're like, I just got it all going on here. Okay. I kind of know when, like, yeah. you know, like, all right, you cannot do another leg situation. You're going to die. And I would, I would stop or I would modify I've never been, I wasn't, I got to a point, I'm not going to say I was never shy about that. I got to a point where I was okay to, to modify. Um, but it's just, I just know some things just don't work. Some things right. just don't work and I can't make them work. Yeah. <laughs> it is a head trip to modify though. Like, you know, you're like, but everybody else is doing it the like oh, unmodified yeah. way. I know I used to be like that. I mean, and I did at home workouts. Nobody saw me, but I would still be looking <laughs> at the TV like, but I need to try that because it's unmodified and then I do it and like almost break my neck or something. I'm like, oh, that's why I don't do the <laughs> unmodified version. You know? See, what's, what's like one of, okay, this is going to sound kind of weird, but one of like my greatest fitness achievements to date and it took a little pushing from like I have what I call my gym besties it took a little pushing but when I first started to I do this exercise class um, quite frequently I work out with them and it's a class-based thing and I started out in the back of the class because I was very self-conscious when they would do leg tracks I um, would do my peeps my physical therapy exercises and because of that I would look completely different. Like literally they're standing up and I have to be on the ground for mine. Yeah. And so I didn't want to be, remember like how I said before, where I felt like I was kind of a liability. I didn't want to be yeah. a distraction. So yeah. like that was my reasoning for staying in the back. I was like, I don't want to distract other people from doing their workout. And they're looking at me like, what's she doing? And also a little embarrassed by it. Um, it, it took a little bit of time. But I am now in the front of every single one of those classes, even though I'm doing something completely different. And I, it was embarrassing at first. You know, I tried not to look at anyone. Like, right. But now I'm just like, oh, we're do they're doing a, a lunch track. Let me get down on my mat. <laughs> and it's, it's fine. But I bet that's super empowering for those around you when, you know, even if they don't have, you know, a knee dislocation situation going on, they see you being willing to modify it and empowers them to modify if they need to, too. I think so. And I've talked about to some people about this, too, because, um, I mean, we went out for, like, a drink or something once with some people from the gym, and some one had brought their friend, and she was talking about, like, you know, oh, like, I kind of stopped going, and I have to do all these modifications with my arms and stuff like that. And I was like, girl, no, like, do the modifications if you need to. It's really okay. I'm modifying, like, all the way up here during these tracks. Like, no one is going to care. 
one. And then, like, when you're working out, like, even when people try new workout classes, people are mm-hmm. always self-conscious that people are watching them. Oh, yeah. For the most part, people are trying not to die themselves. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't have time to pay attention to anybody else in an exercise class because I'm like, I'm looking at the instructor trying not to die. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I hope that, I mean, seeing me too something different helps someone else feel a little less self-conscious um because it took a while to get to that point and I hope that mm-hmm. other people will get there eventually too if they if they are having some type of issue especially if anybody sees me in a Zumba class I am totally not looking at anybody else because I am so uncoordinated that I'm like I'm just trying not to trip myself over here please <laughs> Right. Like, sorry, I remember those the, the dance classes that I'm not supposed to do anymore but yeah. like yeah like when there's like a turn and then all of a sudden you're one way and they're the other way and you're just like <laughs> oh crap oh crap yeah. I, I thought I, I miss, had it I missed a step and now everybody's up my butt and I'm like oh crap sorry yeah I tried to stay towards the back in those classes too I don't need y'all tripping up because of me over here. But yeah, I completely understand. But seeing you modify um, has to be empowering for some women. And, you know, people listening right now are women listening. I don't know if men listen to it. If they do, hey. Um, <laughs> but the women listening right now might be thinking the same thing. Hey, when I'm in an exercise class or I stopped going to exercise classes because I had to modify, um, maybe now they'll feel a little more comfortable. Be like, no, you know what? Nobody's really paying attention anyways. But, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Well, um, one of the things that helps me get there was um, that I went to the Positivity Charge event. It was like their bigger conference last year in August, and they had um, a speaker, and oh my goodness, I can't remember her name. Um, I think it's Jessamine, maybe, and she's really big in the yoga space. And one of the things that she said to me there's actually two points that people made. I get off track. I'm sorry. But the one thing that she said that kind of opened my eyes a little bit, she was like, the first one opened my eyes a little bit was she was like, who says that these are modifications? So Ooh. she does yoga and like, you know how there's all these poses and like some people mm-hmm. like to call them modified poses. And she was like, who says it's a modification? If that's the way the pose works for you, then that's the pose. Like, and having people that actually will come up to you. I've had a couple of instructors kind of be worried about me and I've had others kind of just kind of be like, no, it's cool. Like just do it this way and really help me out and make me feel like, again, that whole liability thing, like make me feel like it was okay that I was inhabiting that space with them. Um, Yeah, I do yoga. So I really appreciate you saying that because sometimes when I'm doing the yoga, you know, they'd be like, oh, we're going to do this. This is the modified version. But now when I'm listening, I'd be like, well, this is the Megan version. Yeah, that's what I can do. It it hit me so hard. Like, it was just one of those things that just spoke to me because it was like, you're right. Like, why? Why is what I'm doing wrong? Like, who says it's wrong? Why can't it just be the way I do it? It was weird. But like, I was like, I felt really empowered by that statement, being someone who has to make modifications all the time. I was like, no, you're right. It's <laughs> like, an epiphany she... moment right there. That's what yeah. I had. When you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was one. And another big thing that, that spoke to me, and I mean, and this is a little bit off of a different topic, but it was actually one of my um, 
my instructors from one of my classes and she was we were doing we were doing an exercise and she was trying to help me she was like oh like can you go a little lower on this I'm like no like I was like no this one my right one is my strong leg and she was like what they're both your strong legs and I was like yeah you're right they're both (laughs) they're both strong (laughs) it's like a total sap like I'm pretty sure she didn't know at the time that her saying that would mean so much to me but I was like right like they've gotten me through these classes they've like I've been able to walk to work like I'm I'm able to use my legs and that's what makes them strong and it was it was a great moment so I think sometimes we take that kind of stuff for granted you know like I I have two arms I have two legs and sometimes I'm like why are my thighs so chubby and now you know like when you think about it well at least you have two legs that you can walk on and you know so what if they have a little you know, fluff and stuff there. That's all right. Uh, right. They carried you. They carried right. you through your day. That's like how I kind of have to think about it sometimes. Like I sometimes treat them like they are their own people, which is super weird. But I'm just like, you know, sometimes I'm a little hard on them and I have to be like, you know, it's okay. You, you got me through my day. Let's rest. <laughs> like, Thank you. you know, it comes back to gratitude. And I think, so we've talked about the positivity charge a couple of times. And I want to mention that we had... Dr. Rubina on the podcast and I'll link her episode up, um, in the show notes. Um, and I think that's how you found me in the first place. <laughs> her yeah. episode. I uh, did. Yeah. But we, you know, we talked on her episode about gratitude, um, a little bit. And I think that's, that goes back to that gratitude is like, sometimes we take for granted, like what our body can do and what it does for us on a daily basis. And we're too busy picking it apart for all the reasons we think that it's not doing what it should. Instead of being like, wow, legs, you got me through today. Wow, arms, you got my coffee to my mouth this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) No, gratitude has become such a big part of my life. Honestly, I think maybe in the last, just in the last six months, like I started going really hardcore into it. And I think it does do a lot to help with maintaining just a positive mindset. I really do. It's it's been helping me get through get through things, get through life. Oh, I feel <laughs> you. <laughs> that. Sometimes like things aren't going your way, and I'm kind of just like, all right, like think of it. And I use this technique with my little brother and other people too. And I'm like, all right, well, tell me one thing. Just tell me one thing that you're grateful for. You can't think of anything. Let me help you. Did you like that juice that you were drinking? <laughs> like, are you thankful for that? Because I think it could be trivial things, right? Sometimes it's right. like man, like the sun looked pretty, really pretty when it was rising for this 6 a.m. gym class that I had to wake up early to go to. Yeah. And we do, when we have dinner at night, I ask my kids what their favorite part of the day is and what they're most thankful for, for that day. And we get some random ass answers. (laughs) Today, one of my kids was, I'm I'm thankful I got to ride my scooter today. And it kind of makes you come to like this realization that we kind of like as adults blow it out of proportion. Like it has to be this big, like awesome thing that happened. And my kid's like, I am thankful I got to ride my scooter today. And I'm like, that is pretty cool. Like you, right. you, know, you notice that that's something. And if they ever, they rarely say they don't have something to be thankful for. Um, but if they do, I'm like, just pick something like you got, you're eating food right now. You got up this morning and you know, um, they really make me realize that we we as adults overthink this gratitude thing. Oh, totally. I try to make them like as small as possible. 
Like sometimes it's like I like the way the tree looked today, which is silly, mm-hmm. but like right now or not anymore, but maybe like a week or two ago is in this in-between phase of like having buds, but also growing leaves. And I just thought that was really cool for yes. some reason. And you guys had cherry blossoms. You have yeah. Blossoms up there now too. So. so the cherry blossoms were dying off and the leaves were coming. And yeah. I was like, I actually think that this phase is really cool. Like the pink flowers are great, but I kind of like this in-between phase that no one's talking about. Oh, no, I think it's often overlooked how nature does its course. We all, like, look at these, like, oh, look at the pretty flowers, but you don't notice, like, all the other, like, really cool things that nature does, like, right. through the seasons. We're just, like, how, like, how are, like, how does everything rebloom when spring comes? Like, that's, per- to me, that's pretty incredible that, like, if you live someplace where there's winter, that this stuff just kind of goes into, in, and hides a little bit, and then, <laughs> and blooms again. I was like looking because I like have a <laughs> have a journal and I was like I wonder if there's something like super trivial on here one day I was thankful for leftovers yeah I didn't I have leftovers. to cook that day mm-hmm. the twinkle lights were still in the trees <laughs> like one of them literally was like my workout didn't suck <laughs> like, yeah I love that I mean I think little we're things to take from <laughs> like you can be thankful for anything in your life I woke up this morning I am thankful you know, and some some people don't wake up. You that's know, true. <laughs> we just, and we overlook these things and we overthink them. And I'm like, oh, we got to be thankful, like when we get a new job, which you should be. But I mean, <laughs> it could be like, oh, I'm thankful that tree bloomed today. That looks pretty cool right there. Or look at that little tiny purple flower. I'm thankful that you're you're here, purple flower. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, birds chirping outside the window. It's going right. to be a great day. <laughs> Thanks for distracting my cats who are now losing their minds because you're chirping outside my window. Yeah, my cats go a little crazy. So let's talk about what it's like to be an influencer because I feel like that is a word that is overused in today's day and age. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, loved, I, I mean, I think there's some people that call themselves an influencer and I'm like, you have like five followers. Oh, maybe they're building. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've reached that level yet. <laughs> building, budding influence. <laughs> budding influence. Budding influence. We can change um, it to that. Um, <laughs> No, I, I, and, and that's not, I don't know anybody. That I know, I, I know you're being mean. <laughs> I'm just kind of feeling like every, you know, a lot of people use that word and I'm not sure, you know, what, if anybody really knows what that means. What is an influencer? What does an influencer do? Right. Well, um, I call, <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's the gist of it, right? Like, um, I mean, I try to use my influence for good. <laughs> I mean, I'm in, I am in the lifestyle space, so I have my own blog and I do a lot with Instagram. Um, those are my like probably two major platforms right now. I dabble in Facebook, really trying to get my Pinterest game up. But. Oh my God. I love Facebook. <laughs> I'm like an OG Facebook user. Like Facebook came out when I was in college the first time. And so I was an early adopter back when you needed a college email to be a Facebook. A Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I, I just dated myself. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got mine in high school, but it was... But yeah, that's dating myself too. Right? So, um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, those are, I'm honestly not that. I try to post on Facebook. It's not my, 
Yeah. <laughs> you got to be realistic about what your jam is. I, I do. I do. But um, yeah, so I mainly do my blog and um, Instagram and I am a lifestyle blogger and influencer. So I talk a lot about, um, we kind of mentioned it, but my bucket list. So I started making these bucket, these monthly bucket lists and I did it for a whole year before I even started my blog um, because it was around the time where I had just um, finished with undergrad and I was starting a master's degree program. Um, I had just gotten my first like big girl job and <laughs> I, I can't remember if I started doing it when I had moved out already or not, um, but what was really holding me up and I've always been like this, you can ask my mom. Cause even with cheer, like she was always like, no, you need to focus on, this was in college. She was like, no, you need to focus on, um, you know, getting another job and doing this stuff. And I'm like, nope, cheer makes me happy. Like yeah. I will do whatever I need to do around cheer and school. So I've always been this person where I'm like, look, I'm going to do what I need to get done, done, but I refuse not to have fun at the same time. I, I agree. Really- I usually have fun <laughs> while doing serious things. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I started developing these bucket lists every month and I tried to keep items on there that I prioritize as like leave it leading a balanced life so that even when I'm like sucked in to the overload of like school at the time and work and adjusting to life in a new way, coming into this new phase of life, I was still keeping my pri- my personal priorities straight. And so I have a mix of things on there usually. I mean, um, I do have a 30 before 30 list now. And sometimes the things on the list are actually monumental. Like I went skydiving one, one month and stuff like that. But sometimes the things on the bucket list are like, I want to have a brother-sister date or yeah. I want to go to this new museum. So they're not all huge things every month. Um, but it's just, it makes me feel centered. And then I'm also just a really goal-oriented person. So Same. it's Same. like, I got to get these things done off the list <laughs> before the month is over. I'm a type um, A personality over here. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's, that's mostly what I do and how I influence. I've been in this like really huge wellness kick for the last year. So I'm also just trying to encourage people to find out um, what their best version is and and strive to like strive to find it and hopefully maybe I'm helping you or maybe something I'm doing interests you as well or you can share some of your tips with me um so that's kind of what I do in the influencer space I'm not even big time like I'm like rarely doing anything sponsored over here like I'm like I'm small potatoes I'm doing things because I want to because they really look fun and this product interests me and I want to tell you about it that's pretty much me on like my Facebook lives in this podcast. If I mention a product, they're never sponsoring the podcast, but I'm like, I love Fink's underwear. Everybody needs it there. <laughs> I mean, it, it was hilarious when you posted that because I think I commented on it because I had just bought a pair and then you posted that on Facebook and I was like, girl, I just mentioned, I, I just did that. That's hilarious. Um, I did use them. I do. I have not have a problem with them. I've only yeah, been able to use too. I've only been able to use them twice. And like once was like on a super light, like maybe nothing even going on kind of day. Yeah. And then the other time was like a lighter, but like things were definitely going on day and I still right. didn't have any issues. No. I mean I have cool. to 
the first day for me is like really heavy. So I have to change them out like during, like not during the day, but before I go to bed. Cause you know, I don't want to over the night I could have a leakage. Um, but otherwise they've been doing great for me. Like I love them. I am a huge fan. And if they want to support, the podcast right if they want to just throw some this way it's cool i need a couple more discount code or you know something (laughs) well i actually so what's funny is that this month even with it being earth day and i'm very much into making these like small little changes to kind of help um, like metal straws yeah oh i actually don't like the metal ones that much i have some glass ones okay the metal gets weird for me um (laughs) It's like nothing of like there's some that have like a silicone tip, which is probably better, but like yeah. that. anyway. Um so you know, made, we all have our quirks. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a weird little thing. Um but one of the things I was trying was like finding these eco friendly period solutions. And you got cup. I wanna try that. One. You had a bad experience I, with a diva cup? <laughs> it wasn't a diva cup. Oh, but okay. I did I did try a menstrual cup for the first time. And the experience did not go as planned. My Instagram followers got the story. So if you want to hear the story, go over to ambitiouslysierra.com. I mean. (laughs) Story. Um, Side note, just plugging that in there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like not even like really up there because I posted it. I like was having a panic and I was texting my best friend. And like even after the situation was over, like I did a story and I was kind of like, look. Have you ever just had the most like embarrassing day of your life and you want to crawl into the hole? Cause that's me. Luckily, I will tell you guys about that one day. Today is not the day. I will come <laughs> back. <laughs> like it's literally how I had to disclaim it. And when I was telling my followers, and um that's like me sharing my fitness journey was like kind of the most per- I mean, I'd always been open about a lot of things, but I think me having that vulnerability helps me feel like I can express more of the other side to me. Right. So even this period journey thing, I was like, it's all cool. We're all friends here, right? right. <laughs> like, let me just tell you real quick how it my life out went. Small. Sharing starts out small. <laughs> and you're like me where it's a complete open book. And I'm like, what oh you want to know? I was like, tell you anything I was, over here. <laughs> I was like, did I really just talk about like my vagina on we have to talk about our vagina (laughs) i know i it was we don't talk about vaginas enough it was the most freeing thing because then people were messaging me and they're like hey girl i've been using it for three years now that experience happened to me let me give you some more tips like let me give you some resources everyone was super great about it and it really inspired me and i was like you know what you're right i'm gonna try it again i'll keep you all updated I mean, it's not like I could try it again until, you know, things start happening. So it's going to be a slow going process. But some people were like, yeah, it took me like four or five cycles to figure it out. And so I'm like, all right, so I'm not. So try this out when you're not out in public. (laughs) And then I made the mistake of trying it before I had to go to work. And I had to text my boss. And I was just kind of like, hey, I'm going to be late today. Because I am. Um, <laughs> I see you like it in. Like, it was the worst. I <laughs> like, like how you brought us back around to the fitness thing, though. You're like, and when I was in the fitness journey, I had I became more vulnerable. I'm like, good job bringing this back around. Because sometimes, <laughs> uh, sometimes these podcast episodes, I'm like, how the hell did we get to periods? 
and we're talking about fitness, but it's all good because we're women here. And you know, the okay. whole point is you're an influencer and influencers influence other people by sharing their stories or other people's stories or the products they're using or whatever. And sometimes they're sponsored and sometimes they're not sponsored. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I think that I just think that's, you know, some people use that out of context. I'm like, well, what are you doing to influence people? Like break this down for me. Do you have and a how are you influencing? Are you yes. influencing them in a positive way? Yes. Sometimes I, you know, in this some case. of them, like they just stir up hate. Like yeah. hatred. I had a post today about on Instagram. Well, this is people won't find it by the time they hear this. But I posted how like I had to take a little small break from social media to re- decide what I want to do with social media because I am so over the hatred out there. Like I have lost so much respect for people I know because of the shit they say on social media. And I'm like, I had no idea you were a xenophobe until today. Thank you for oh letting me gosh. know that. You know, and it's like, and they'll defend it. Like this one guy I went to high school with was like defending his thoughts on Muslims. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, how, how, how do you not know what you're saying is wrong? Like, oh my gosh. and so this yeah. is why I have to scale back on my social media usage because it gets oh, me worked up. I, um, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Believe me, every time like major politic things start coming around, like literally I am muting and figuring out a way to avoid some of the situation because the things that people say, I'm just like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. But you're like a nice person otherwise. And then right. you go and say this. And then I'm like, what? It's the influencers in lives that are filling their heads with crap. <laughs> That's what I'm bringing it back to the influencer thing. So influencers are always in a positive way, but you're using it in a positive way. So Sierra, as we wrap up the podcast, what is something that you'd like to leave the Inspired Women audience with? Um, wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> it always is. Everybody's like, I don't know. I have a no. hundred things I want to leave them with. Or I'm like, oh, I have nothing. I, my br- brain is, is blank right now. We could, I mean, it could be anything we talked about, wrap it up or, you know, something we haven't talked about. Maybe there's something that you wanted to say on the podcast that you didn't get the chance to say. And this is, this is your opportunity to do it. <laughs> Um, I think that if I had one thing that I wanted to leave the Inspired Women podcast audience with is that you really have to, I'm really into this, like, this journey about making um, self-development and a priority. Yeah. And I just kind of think that you need to, one, keep learning about yourself and how you can improve. And then learn to trust and listen to yourself, whether it be your body, listening to what kind of exercises, classes you need to do, or um, just finding a way to be a better version of yourself. I think that there's always kind of room to grow. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as you're working on yourself and, you know, the, I think good things will keep coming your way. That's one of the things I've been learning. Yeah, like, I I 100% agree with you that personal development needs to be a priority for people because we're never done learning and growing. There's always room to do that. I think so. I'm not saying like you have to go crazy and try every wellness trend out there. It's not about no, no, that. Don't do that. Please yeah, don't. it's no. just about learning more about who you are. And I think that in these like, you know, last few years, 
I've really gotten the opportunity to explore that. And it, it's, and even through influencing and being a blogger, I've, I've become more open. And I, one of the reasons, one of the things I've been getting out of it is I feel like I can finally be myself mm-hmm. and I'm finding out who myself, who I am. Yes. Yes. That was my experience as well. I, uh, again, back to the moving thing. Um, I'm not letting it go, people, until I'm gone. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm nervous about making new friends. And my friends here said to me, Megan, especially my best friend who's been friends with me for like quite a few years, she's seen me transform. And she said, when I first met you, you didn't really know who you were and you didn't really know what you stood for. She's like, but now, she's like, you're going to have no problem finding your people because you have no problem knowing who you are and what you stand for. And you will attract those people into your life because you're not going to put up with any shit that doesn't align with that. <laughs> oh, exactly. I'm in that, I've been in that boat and I'm still, I think that blogging has helped me find some more like-minded people and putting myself out there and staying true to who I am. Like yes. being more who I am has helped me find people who are also like that and not just putting on this this front that I've That's been true. putting on for so long, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like this podcast. This is just who I am. <laughs> on a regular basis, my friends can tell you, like, this is just how I am on a normal basis. So, and I say things that are taboo because, you know, if people don't agree with me, you can agree to disagree. And if it really offends somebody, they just won't listen anymore. That's yeah. my theory. Sierra, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so, so much for having me. This has been a fun experience. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.